Welcome to Go Into All the World. Our host is Gary Griffinhagen with Manny Rodriguez as co-host. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. We pray this program is a blessing and encouragement to you today. Thank you for joining us today. Gary, we'll recap the highlights from last week's program. Yeah, you know, man, we saw a bunch of stuff uh, about church discipline and how to apply it. Uh, the first thing we saw was a person that was got out of line. That person was restored. And Paul noted that it was very important for that person to have complete restoration because that way Satan can't use that for his advantage. Satan can't say, okay, there's disruption. Oh, there's this disunity. And again, maintaining unity in the body of Christ is so very important, both within the local body and, of course, within other bodies themselves. The next thing we saw that we know that if Satan wanted to disrupt the church, that's one of his tactics. And the Bible says that we're not oblivious to his devices. We're not oblivious to his, his taxes. Another reason why it's so important to maintain unity or another way we can maintain unity is let's make sure that we check the fruit of a person out or we check the fruit of a ministry out. Right. That way we get away from judging. We get away from condemning. Um, we think, oh, well, a fellow believer made this statement wrong or that statement wrong. And we kind of saw that it's more important to look at the whole body of work and not just try to pick out a statement or something we either disagree with or maybe the person was wrong or maybe there's a better, if you want to call it, way of interpretation. Because that way we're looking at the whole body of fruit that this ministry or person, uh, so to speak, produces, and we're not judging them. And as one commentary noted, being a spiritual police for any belief, <laughs> any good. The spiritual sheriff. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, spiritual sheriff. There we go. Uh, the next points we saw last week was that Paul's letter of introduction was actually the Corinthian believers themselves. He saw, or we saw, if you would, the, the fruit, the fruit of their changed heart. And we know then, of course, that Paul was preaching the true gospel. And he was faithful to the word. He was faithful to the spirit. Okay, And we can see that, okay, by their changed lives. Mm. Um, and I do sometimes, for myself, a lot of times these testimonies that I share, they're kind of like a letter of introduction for me at times. Um, and it blesses people when, when they hear them. But again, they kind of see, well, Gary's like following the spirit. He's following the word. He, he's trying to go into all the world. He's trying to minister. Right. You know? And so <clears throat> we can all kind of develop, if you want to call it that, maybe our own letter of testimony or our own letter of introduction, okay? Uh, I talked a little bit about the end of the Satan in my marriage testimony. And then again, I talked, uh, the main testimony was sharing about the Jehovah Witness sisters and their father. And I'm going to bring up two more points from that, mm -hmm. from last week. It, first to me, to me, it was, it started out as I call it like a playful attempt to go <laughs> But <laughs> get a date or meet some pretty girls, okay? And I, I say that because in the in the, in the course of our events of our life, God can bring things around, and it doesn't have to be again in some spiritual context. Or I have to pray for an hour before I go out. No, remember I was going down to help my brother move. I went over to get a donut or something. Happened to see these girls and thought, you know, I, I told God I was not. I was going to try to date a little bit, or I wasn't going to try to ignore the situation. They kind of ignored dating or whatever for a couple of years. So again, it was just kind of a funny thing. Mm. As I crossed the street, I had no intention of, well, I'm going to share the Lord with these people or God's going to open a big door. Well, he did open a big door. But again, the context was, I was just going to quote, try to get a date or talk to somebody. The second part, if you remember, is I shared, okay, from Revelation about the 144,000. 
And again, it was so good. I, my mind was thinking, oh, I wish I had a tape. I've never heard anybody teach it this good. And that's what, kind of what blew the father away. He'd never heard anybody teach it that good. He didn't know what was going on. But to me, again, I've only been saved about four years, so I did not have that kind of knowledge. Right. I did not have that background in the Word. I didn't have that knowledge, especially. This is, a, I would say, a somewhat difficult thing. You know, it's a little bit more difficult than maybe some of the statements of Jesus or some of the things we see in the epistles. So again, the point is, the Holy Spirit was kind of working through me. He says, "Don't when you get brought before leaders, don't worry about what to say because he's going to give you the words. Right. Well, in this case, again, this was a Jehovah Witness leader, a fairly high up type person, and God gave me the words. Right. And again, you're out there sharing with people, trust God to do that, okay? I didn't know I was going to talk about the 144,000. Now, I had talked to the two girls, and we kind of just, when they brought their father the third day, there was no intent about that. Somehow we got on the subject, and again, then it flowed. So again, my point, and I'm sure that Manny understands, and hopefully you're listening, if you trust the Holy Spirit, he'll begin to speak through you, just like he did through me. It's so important, Gary. It's interesting you say that, because being and receiving the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, because I remember when I got saved, I give my life to the Lord, and I also ask the Holy Spirit to come to me. Amen. And in a few months, when I started to share with the brothers what happened to me, I often would say stuff, and I'm going, and I, I would say to myself, is that in the Bible? <laughs> you know? Right. And I remember I asked one of the brothers, I said, is that in the Bible? Because I'm not even sure. He goes, that's in the Bible, man. How'd you know that? I said, I don't know. So the Holy Spirit will prompt scripture to you. Right. Even though you hadn't even read it exact, well, even though if you hadn't read, you know, Bible says I, I, he'll bring things to your remembrance. So right. he's bringing things to your remembrance you hadn't learned. I know brings things to remembrance that we have learned. Yeah. And, and what you're saying is true because I remember with the 144,000, there was little bits and pieces I knew about it, but putting it all together, no, I've never heard that, didn't know that. <laughs> I never heard any preach it, you know what I mean? Right. Okay, well, let's go on today. We're going to go on to 2 Corinthians 3. Uh, we're going to go on to verses 12 through 18. I'll read the verses, okay? And again, we had seen in the earlier verses that Paul said the sufficiency is of God. So again, it's not our own sufficiency. It's not our own perfection. It's not our own eloquency, if you would. Again, here's verses 12 through 18. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech, unlike Moses who put a veil over his face, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded, for until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil was taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Mm. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But as we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Wow, that's so powerful, Gary, because just this morning, the Lord revealed something to me. Go ahead. And that was, are we a mirror or are we just covering? Oh, that's interesting. And so <laughs> here, the words is beholding as in a mirror that glory, the glory, the glory. So, are we mirroring the glory of the Lord as as minstrels, as musicians, as Christians? Are we mirroring the the? Do we mirror the glory of of God? So, or are we just covering it up? 
Are we, you know, are we faking it? Are we, is it right? You right. Know, we try to make it about us, you know, to cover it up, to cover it up, meaning like a mask, like you're putting on right, a mask. Right. You're covering up like something new, a false actor or acting or right. something. Well, that's very interesting, Manny, because I think that we want to reflect him. And I think the more that we, we, when, to me, when people can see the love of God in us, and uh, sometimes, obviously, it's, it's the anointing on the word. There's a certain word, and it's a specific word. But otherwise, they can see that, that glory, that love on us. To me, that's, that opens up people and draws them. They want to see that. They want to, if you want to see it, they've seen maybe a lot of false Christians or people that maybe hypocrites or they don't, they don't follow through or maybe they, they never gave it enough time. But if they see that glory on you, they see that love and that stuff, I think that draws people. Right. Do you feel that? Right, absolutely, and that's so important because, like you said here, you know, is we have a hope. Right, we have a hope in Christ. Right. Not a hope like like they say, uh, hope in the pie in the sky. Yeah, like this car. I hope I you know make all of one or almost like a wish. Right, kind of like a wish. You know, but the thing is, is that we Christ is in us the hope of glory. Yeah, we have firm hope, believing and knowing the word of God. We know it, and we would mirror the glory of God. Amen. This. In this glory, well, you know that to me, man, that gives us a boldness and help anybody listening today think about that. Like Manny said, we have a firm hope, not this kind of a far off wish. Or I hope I hit a home run, or I hope I get a yes car, or you know, marry a nice guy or girl, whatever. But no, we have a firm hope, and to me, that gives us a boldness. And we want to use that boldness, okay, to you know, if you want to call it honestly and completely share with people, we know the God of heaven and earth. We're right with him now because of what Jesus did. And we want to introduce you to him if you don't know him. Or if you do, we want to kind of help you go a little further in your walk. Right. Um, next thing it says, you know, we, we see in those, those verses 12 through 18 that the Jews have a veil. Why? Initially because their minds were a little bit hard. And then the whole veil kind of took over. Their heart, minds are very hardened now. And, of course, their hearts are hardened, Okay. So it started up in their minds where they kind of, I'm not going to listen to it. Then pretty soon it gone down to their hearts. And we know it, from those verses that the only way the veil, man, is taken away is because, or if you want to call it, when they turn to the Lord, they have to receive Christ. This, the, the scripture said the veil was taken away, but only in Christ. Mm-hmm. So we can't expect them or anybody else, if you want to call it that per se, that has that blindness to kind of see but when they receive Christ, that veil will be taken away. Final point again is that we're being, like you said, we're being transformed into the same image. We're being transformed glory to glory. And again, to me, is we're going to try to project that to the world. We're going to try to project that to others. And again, if I think about, I kind of want to go back to the hope point. To me, hope, and tell me what you feel, but to me, I hope it produces the joy. It produces the steadfastness, steadfastness, excuse me, and it produces an inspiration. Okay. There's something inside of me that's excited. You know, and I, I noticed that when I first started sharing on the streets, is I would get excited about sharing Jesus. And again, I, I, I've only been saved a year or two. I probably, probably didn't know 20 or 30 scriptures, if you want. Mm-hmm. But I had that joy inside of me. And I always want to try to walk in that same joy every day because that to me, okay, is again a sign that others will say, there's a joy in your life. Well, what about COVID? Well, there's a joy. What about, what about Israel, Hamas? Well, there's a joy. 
What about Iran? What about this? What about inflation? And I want to have that joy. Yes, I want to be cognizant of those things and, you know, pray for them and not or be a, a foolish or an idiot, if you would, at least really kind of not, not knowing anything. But I want to walk in that love and that joy. And here's what the scripture said. It says we have that hope. So to me, it produces a joy in me mm-hmm. as well as a boldness to share with others and a surety that I can share with others. So it's so important, like you're saying, that we meditate on yeah. these verses to allow hope to grow. Right. Or right. even, check this out, even to expose okay. what is hidden in us to right. say, wait a minute. The Bible says as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Right. So these scriptures will bring hope in us to say, you know what? I'm right. out of dirt back, you know? Exactly. I'm right. Less, I'm less blessed, right? I'm blessed right. from head to toe. And, and maybe I didn't have a good upbringing, or maybe this didn't right. go right, or maybe I got, got divorced, or something didn't go right. But that still doesn't mean, like you say, I'm not a dirtbag. I'm, uh, I'm not somebody just thrown away or somebody on the, the sideline of life. No, I'm still because of Christ. I can still overcome those things. And God, and the Holy Spirit just quickened to me, man, that the scripture for some of you listening said, that God works together all things, all things he works together for good. So even if you made a mistake, maybe you got a divorce, maybe you lost this job, maybe you said something you should, begin to trust in the God and trust in that promise that he's going to work it for good. Amen. Somehow in this this life or in your life, you're going to see him work that for good. Right, and that's in Romans 8. That's real good. Let's go on to the next chapter of okay. 4. But yeah, that's in Romans 8 what he was talking about that in that God causes all things to work for good. That that's so good, Gary. Thank you for the reminder. Well, that's okay. I was left. That was Holy Spirit. I mean, that's a kind of like I come. So anyway, the fourth chapter, uh, starting in verse one, uh, it says, "Therefore, since we have this ministry, we have received mercy. We do not lose heart, but we have uh, renounced the hidden things." It's funny I said that earlier. The hidden yes, things, shame, and not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth. It's about the truth. That's one of the names of Jesus is he is the truth for way and the life. So he is the truth. I am the truth. I am. Go ahead. Right. And so we about ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. All right. And then the next verse goes, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing whose minds the God of this age is blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the glory, uh, sorry, the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus Lord, and ourselves bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Wow, that's so powerful, Gary, that that the the power of the gospel, amen, right, is Jesus. Right, amen. The power of the gospel is about the reconciliation that we've been talking right. about in the past couple of podcasts and that God's going to reveal what's him. Amen, he is, right. And, you know, you said earlier, man, it's, it's the person of Christ. It's Christ in yes. us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, which is going to shine through. Again, it's not some perfection on our part or some knowledge on our part or some, I went to Bible college or I got this degree or I got this. So again, many are just trying to encourage you. We hear these scriptures. Remember, they're talking about you, okay? 
the gospel, the glory of Christ is the image of God should shine through us. Yes. Yes. So again, this kind of the theme today is that he, he wants to shine through us. And as we read earlier, we, we see we're not going to walk in craftiness. We're going to we're, we're going to renounce those hidden things. And I think God's trying to say, you don't have to again, uh, so to speak, be crafty or be deceitful or again, try to be kind of clever in the wrong sense of that word. Absolutely. We just want to preach the gospel, okay? Mm-hmm. We want to preach so that we see. It says we have this ministry, which, of course, refers to the new covenant. It's not right. the old covenant. It's the new covenant, okay? And again, as we saw in these verses, God wants us to be transparent and honest. And again, I think that's, a, I think that's a, if you want to call it a hallmark of Christians, or it should be a hallmark, that we're transparent. I remember on the streets when people asked me, a scripture that I didn't know. I would just tell him I didn't know that scripture, to be very honest with you. You know, but the good thing was, is I didn't try to like be crafty or be deceitful or try to talk around it or, or something like that. And then again, as I've mentioned before, God would, as I went home, God would bring that scripture to mind or I wrote it down or something and I would study it. And I grew in the Lord because those people asked me those questions. And again, rather than try to be crafty or deceitful, I, well, I don't know it. And I would go home <laughs> and study it, you know. <laughs> And another point here we see, remember it says that the gospel, if it's veiled, it's veiled because they're perishing, okay? Mm. An important point to think to me is it's not veiled because of us. It's not veiled because we didn't do something right or we, we haven't done enough actions or we don't have this, we didn't do that, or maybe we, we cussed or maybe we, we did something wrong. No, it's not us. It, it's veiled because they're perishing. And part of that to me is that you want to understand it's veiled because they're perishing. The point is not you. The point is them. You want to share with them because they are perishing. You want to share with them because you do have the hope. And you want to share boldly because you have that hope and you recognize they're perishing. That's so good, Gary. You know, you reminded me of something here real quick. God's looking for you. He wants you. Amen. And this, this, this preacher one time, he said, God's looking for a hot man. <laughs> Okay, just just let me hear for a second. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you say about it? Hot meaning H, honest. Oh, O, open. open. T, transparent. transparent. I like I like that. I kind of I, even even though I hadn't heard it before, as you said, I I said he's going to say open, and they get transparent. Yeah. Praise God. You know, and so God God's looking for you to be honest, open, and transparent with Him because. If you're not comfortable sharing it with somebody, that, that, that might be too, maybe, for lack of a better word, advanced for you. Let's just try. Okay. Then go to God and say, God, this is how I feel. I want to be open with you. I want to be transparent with you. Help me. You know, listen, there's something that Manny just brought up that I had mentioned her. I said, remember on the streets when I talked to people and they would say, what is John 14, 12? And what is, you know, 1 Corinthians 6, 1? I'm like, I barely could find these things, let alone know what they mean. But again, like Manny said, I was open and I was transparent. I didn't know what it was. But when I went home with God's help, I was able to learn those scriptures. And I've, I mentioned this before, a couple, two or three years, maybe I got beat up for a couple of years, I called on the street. But well, after about two years, okay, I started to turn the game around. I wouldn't get beat up. And I would go in and, so to speak, beat them up, if you would, or at least share the gospel right. with love. And all those things that they kind of like, kind of like people would say, well, I was the guy that tricked you. And I'd go, hey, man, <laughs> I'll let you're not tricking me anymore and stuff. Right. And they knew I was saying it in love and stuff like that. But again, 
if you allow yourself, and Manny mentioned, to be open and transparent, if you don't know something, go spend some time with God. God, show me a teacher, show me a teaching, show me the book, show me where to read it in the Bible, or, or put a few scriptures together for me so I can share better. I can share, right. again, something maybe if you want to call it, like Manny said, a little bit more advanced. Okay. Amen. Well, um, I think we're going to go on to a testimony today. I, I think that, you know, I, we've, we've kind of shared here for 20 minutes, and we usually end with the testimony. Um, today I'm going to talk about what I call a late-night visit to the school's copy room. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. That's all right. Well, as some of you know, I was a school teacher, and I was also a tennis coach, okay, at a certain time in life. And one afternoon we had a match, okay, and after that match, I came back to school. I had to get some stuff done, grade some papers and prepare my lesson for tomorrow or just do some stuff and put away the gear and stuff. So when I get there, about, oh, maybe it was maybe 7 o'clock when I arrived and I came before I had lunch with me or dinner, if you would. And anyways, so I started getting things ready. Uh, I did this. I graded some papers, put some things in order again, put the tennis equipment away, da-da-da-da-da. And then some, about 8.30, I was just about kind of finishing up or I think I pretty much covered everything I needed to do. When I felt the Holy Spirit prompt me, I said, go to the school's copy room. Um, well, well, this is a little bit late, okay? Normally people aren't there. and the, the, the main copy room was in the main office, okay? And again, usually it's not used. Um, the door was open and stuff. So I went there. As I got there, there was a teacher there. Oh, and she was making some copies. And uh, to me, I think she was like, I would consider her, I think, all staff did. She was an excellent teacher. She was very caring and thorough. She was usually nicely dressed, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, we think this is a person that has their act together. And, and really, she was a very good teacher, and I know the students liked her. Well, I'm thinking, I'm not sure necessarily why I'm there, but again, when you guys says go somewhere, you just kind of go there. I mean, what's the next thing? Well, we had some small talk. Oh, how are you? Da 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 da. And make some copies. And, she said, you want to make some copies? And I said, something like, well, whatever. You know, but to me, on the outside, everything looked nice. Well, that night, however, mm. Manny, this is what happened. She started pouring out hurts. She started pouring out fears. She started pouring out concerns. And basically, for the next hour, hour and 15 minutes, she just kept talking. Some of the times kind of through tears and, and, and crying and stuff like that. And slowly but surely, one item after another came out. And, you know, a lot of times, as, as probably you've heard in some of my testimonies, that I'm usually sharing or there comes a point where I step in. Well, guess what? This night I didn't step in at all. I was basically admitting, not saying a thing or didn't, really pretty much for an hour and a half, I didn't say anything after our small talk. Well, it was really, really important this night because at the end, she just kind of stopped. She came over, gave me like a little hug, and she said, thank you. Thank you for listening. And to me, she she kind of kind of indicated that I just needed to talk to somebody. Tonight. Right. I was hurting. I had some things in my heart and my mind, and I just needed to talk with somebody. And she said, "Thank you for being there." You know. Um, and I, I I remember walking away like here I am. You know, sometimes I see miracles. I'm laying hands on people or giving them words. And tonight it was just listening to somebody that had a need, mm -hmm. and that person needed to get that off their heart and the, the graciousness and, and to me that the goodness and the graciousness of God Manny was shown out at listeners that he knew that lady needed somebody to talk to 
I had done my tennis match. I'd had some dinner or whatever. I got my, I was all, it was all done with everything. There was nothing else in my life to do. But, okay, he said, go down there. Go down there and you're going to minister to somebody just by listening. Okay. Right. So I encourage you to listen to the Holy Spirit. Begin. Man, he said, ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask to kind of know God because he wants to prompt these things to you. Right. I, I'm in a room, nowhere near the copy of them. I'm in my own room, okay, which is, I don't know, a couple hundred yards, four or five hundred yards from the office, and I had no idea somebody's in a copy room. But anyways, well, listen, God bless you today. Man, anything you want to end with or anything else you want to say about that? or Just so important that the Holy Spirit will direct you. Amen. Because that's happened to me too. He said, man, go over there. And I'm like, I don't want to go over there. Go over there. Right. Well, I think and we appreciate you joining us today. Hope you can join us next week as we go into all the world.